0: instead of saying, I can't afford it, you say, it's not a priority right now. Because it gives you a sense of choice. It's reclaiming control on something that you may not really have control over, but at least in your head you have control over it. And like I said, for all of this to work, you need to be Delulu. Hey bestie, welcome to the Spoiled Girly Support Group podcast, where we talk about how to get that bag while also securing your own bag. I'm your host Elle, and let's get into it. On today's episode, we are talking about how to live in abundance during a recession. I don't know about you, but I feel like we're getting mixed signals right now. I Google, are we in a recession? And a lot of major news outlets say that we are not in a recession in the strict sense of the definition of a recession, but we are probably headed into one. And what even is a recession anyway? A recession is a significant widespread and prolonged downturn in economic activity. A common rule of thumb is that two consecutive quarters of negative gross domestic products, GDP, growth mean recession. It is a significant, pervasive, and persistent decline economic activity and how it affects the average person like you and me regular regular people a lot of us experience prolonged job loss because of economic pullback by employers and apparently we're not in this stage yet but we may be headed into this stage but Okay, I don't like it when what I read online and what I see in real life don't align. It's like, am I living in my own reality or is someone lying to me? Whatever the news says, and it says we're not yet in a recession, something is off about today's financial times. And I'm not fear-mongering, I'm just calling out the vibe, okay? This is the vibe, the vibe is off. And maybe what we're feeling right now is a pre-recession inflation vibe. Material goods are definitely much more expensive, and and debt is also much more expensive because the feds keep jacking up the rates. Bless the hearts of all the girlies who watched Selling Sunset and decided to become real estate agents. It is rough out here. I hope you're okay. A lot of people are really feeling the squeeze right now, and the sentiment is reflected in popular fashion and food trends. Stealth, wealth, and butterboards are now deemed recession core because the rich are hiding. They don't want us to see them. They don't want to be eaten, and cheese is more expensive than butter, so we're making do with what we have. Us girlies, we can make anything cute and abundant if we put our minds to it. TBHs. Even Cardi B has spoken up about the rising price of groceries. If Cardi B is concerned about the price of groceries, how do you think we regular, regular people are supposed to feel? Deanna Marie came out with this video entitled, How Are We All Affording Life Right Now? And literally, these are the thoughts that are floating around a lot of our heads. As a side note, I love it when people break the fourth wall and talk about things that are actually happening right now. In real life, I love how her talking about it sets the stage for us to talk about it. Diana? Thank you. With all that being said, even if we're not officially in a recession, the money vibes are off and it is throwing us girlies off. And with the recession looming over our heads, this is what we're gonna do about it. We already covered financial literacy in a couple past classes. So if you missed those classes, check it out. But let's talk about how to live in abundance specifically during a recession. So I did some research, AKA a quick Google search, how to prepare for a recession. And I thought this article by Sarah Foster made a lot of sense so i will link it in the description below i'm not gonna bore you with a regurgitation of whatever she wrote in that article but we're gonna take this video in a more mindset direction because i feel like these are the things that i don't really see people giving out advice about because a lot of the personal finance advice they're great if you are a 100 percent perfectly rational being but as humans we're not rational beings we are driven a lot by by emotion. So in a way, we really need to control our emotion or perceive that we have control over our emotion so that we can perceive that we have control over our reality. These are the mindset shifts that we can make to live in abundance when we are surrounded by financial turmoil, financial anxiety, and just when the money vibes are off. For when we are feeling the financial pinch, like a little pinch or a big pinch, whatever it is, this is for those times. It's for maybe when we ourselves are not feeling it but other people around us are. This video is for all the girlies who are not feeling the money vibe right now. Here's how to live in abundance during financial uncertainty. If this whole video could be summed up, it's being delulu is the salulu. Number one, the narratives that we tell ourselves about money, they have to be positive ones. However bad things are, if you create a negative narrative about it in your head, it'll just make it worse. And before the no nuance Nellies say, that oh it's easy for you to say you're rich i'm telling you this as someone who experienced financial insecurity this is not coming from a place of being out of touch okay i've been through it and i really wish i had these mindset shifts with me when i was going through it but it looks like we're headed into a recession so we're all gonna go through it together so Yay. Anyway, the narratives that you tell yourself about money, they have to be a positive one. Obviously, stay in discernment. Okay, I want you to be Delulu, but positively Delulu for yourself. So if your delusions are harming you, then I don't condone that. Catastrophizing, blowing things out of proportion, perceiving money as the root of all evil, even if it's true, these negative narratives around money in your head will perpetuate the negative narrative of money in your real life. So what's in here, will go out into your reality. So you need to perceive money in a positive way here so that money will be positive in your real life. You need to be so delulu and reframe your mindset to think that money is good. Money is good, you are good, and you are meant for each other. Money is free flowing, you are free flowing, and you will flow into and around each other. A current lack of money is like the pulling back of an arrow. It's just getting ready to propel you into abundance. How can you? you perceive true abundance when you have not known scarcity and here's a mindset shift that changed my life when i started doing it instead of saying i can't afford it you say it's not a priority right now because it gives you a sense of choice like yeah i have the money but i choose not to buy something because i have self-control never mind that you can't really afford it you know but just say that to yourself like i can choose to but i choose not to it's reclaiming control on something that you may not really have control over but at least in your head, you have control over it. And like I said, for all of this to work, you need to be Delulu. Because whatever is in your Delulu world, keep being Delulu, positively Delulu in ways that benefit yourself, and just stay in that abundant mindset, and you will make your Delulu life your real life. And this brings us to the second point do your Delulu days. I introduced the concept of Delulu days in this class. If you missed it, check it out. Basically, your Delulu days are days in which you engage in the activities that are normal for future you. You start with one day and then two and three and then before you know it, your Delulu days have become your real life. For example, let's say that you are feeling the money uncertainty vibes. Keep doing your Delulu days. I don't care what the boomers say. You skipping your daily Starbucks will not help you buy a house. It just won't. Like how much is a daily Starbucks habit? Let's say five dollars a day, okay? 150 bucks a month. If you save 150 bucks a month, you will still not be able to buy a house, okay? So get your Starbucks. Go get your little treat. Obviously use your discernment in this but whenever you give yourself, you allow yourself these little treats, things that make you feel rich, things that make you feel abundant, you will live in abundance and you will make decisions out of abundance and decisions made out of abundance tend to be better long-term decisions. Let me introduce you to this concept that I made up. It's called value-based spending. Basically you spend however much you want on things that you value most and you cut back on things that you don't value as much. Things that don't make much of a difference in your life. For example, some girlies don't ever buy luxury goods but they travel like three times a year or vice versa. So you just spend more on things that really make a difference in your life, things that are very important to you, and every other aspect of your life can just be minimized because we do not care about things at the same level at the same time. Like there's one two or three things that are most important to us, we just don't have the space to appreciate everything at the same level. So by spending a lot more on things that actually make a difference in your life and skimping on everything else, you just feel like you're getting more out of your money. And this all begins from developing your own personal value system. What makes sense to you may not be the same things that make sense to other people. People will not understand why you prefer to spend more of your money on one thing but then you don't understand their value system either who spends that much on x category you know like no one will understand it but you so that's why it has to be a personal value system because it only has to make sense for you no one else so develop that personal value system and start prioritizing the things that are most important to you because very few of us can spend a lot on a lot of things a lot of us have to choose and that's basically the basis of how much things cost it's a reflection of our value systems in relation to other people's value systems well that and supply and demand okay miss economist let's get back to the topic back to the topic keep living in abundance even if it's just one day a Because that abundance will permeate into the rest of your days and the rest of the decisions that you're going to make. When you keep yourself in scarcity mode, you tend to make decisions that are good for now. And those good for now decisions don't tend to be good long-term decisions. And when it comes to money, personal finance, all that stuff, you want to be making good long-term decisions because money is a long game. Contrast those good for now decisions with good long-term decisions that you make when you are in abundance, when you can hold off on making bad decisions because I can sit it out. I'm in abundance. Another better thing will come along. There's always something good out there for me. I'm gonna wait. So that's what being in abundance is. It's maybe refusing a job offer that is going to underpay you because you are in your abundance, like another better offer will come along. Or it's not taking out your money when stocks drop because it'll go up again. I'm not gonna take the loss. So you wanna be always in your abundance. Even if the reality is scarce, in your head, you're in your abundance because that is what will get you out of scarcity. Long story short, stay in your abundance and stay in your bag. Here's one thing that keeps people out of their own bags and filling up other people's bags and draining their own. Flex culture. I mean... Everything on social media is a flex. Everything on social media is about the extraordinary outlier things that we don't see in real life. And that's why they're worth watching because if it's regular regular we see it every day. Why do we want to watch it online? How is that a form of escapism? Whatever you see online, It is outlier. It's extraordinary and you can't really compare it to real life. Every other social media account is its own online circus sideshow. Whenever we consume media, we are drawn to the extraordinary, the outlier, the weird, the absurd. And marketing people know that. So flex culture is born out of this knowledge. And bestie, I say this with the utmost love and concern. You are a regular civilian, you have no business engaging in flex culture unless it results in concrete positive outcomes for you. Way beyond likes and comments and shares. If the metaverse doesn't affect your real life positively, it's useless, okay? If it doesn't communicate shared values with the people who you desire to populate your dream life you're wasting money. So can we not? And here's something that will help you quit flex culture once and for all. Do a media blackout of things that tempt you to participate in flex culture. Stop consuming things that make you feel bad about yourself and things that offer you a temporary solution to making you not feel bad about yourself because a lot of the times, especially when it really sets you back financially, you think that, oh, this one item will make me feel good about myself. But then you look at your credit card bill and it's like, Okay, so can we not? We want to live in true abundance and a lot of it has to do with not wanting a lot of stuff. I just feel like that's been so freeing is not wanting a lot of stuff because then you feel so rich when you stop wanting a lot of stuff you feel so rich and i hate to be that person to tell you but it's true i practice what i preach okay i quit luxury corn content and if you don't know what luxury corn is yes corn okay it's basically all the bag hauls the luxury travel the luxury experiences thousand dollar facials like all that stuff I quit it, I quit watching it. If I'm in the market for any of these things, which you know, sometimes a lot of us are in the market, I will do a targeted search. Like I will do all my research and get it done, get it, it's over. But to subject yourself to that type of content all day, every day, you are primed To think that you need to get work done even though you don't need it. You are primed to buy all these things that don't really align with you. I had to quit luxury corn because it's just not conducive to a happy, fulfilled, spoiled girly lifestyle. One of the ways we make ourselves miserable is convincing ourselves that we are behind, that we are not whole, that we need to get these things to make ourselves feel whole. And we attach a lot of meanings to our possessions and all these things they say nothing about you okay maybe you have good taste but these things don't say a lot about you you say a lot about you how you present yourself to others how you treat others how you talk to others that says a lot about you i highly highly recommend quitting luxury corn content especially in the financial times that we are in like you're making yourself sad for no reason. Also, I love seeing the girlies live their best lives. I really love it for them, keep doing them. But for me personally, I gained so much of my happiness back when I stopped consuming things that I know are outlier, but then it makes me feel like they're my peers and I'm behind because I don't have that, you know? So highly recommend quitting a luxury corn let me tell you something about human psychology we are relational beings meaning we gauge our status in society we gauge how we perceive ourselves in relation to other people we compare ourselves to our immediate peers but when you're on social media or regular media you see these people you may share the same age group as them like the same life trajectory they're always in your face like you're watching them and you think that they're your peers they are not your peers okay whenever you see someone on social media they are not your peers they're outliers because there's so many creators online and for them to enjoy success for them to take up your attention multiple times a day they're outliers people on social media are not your peers so you are comparing yourself to the people who market themselves as the best in their fields as the best at being a 20 year old the best at being a 30 year old the best at being a mom the best at at being a working mom the best at being a young mom you're comparing yourself to these people who are the best marketed people for their fields and then you wonder why you feel bad about yourself so stop comparing yourself to outliers everyone's like oh stop comparing yourself to other people but that is literally how we are built we are relational beings and we gauge how we are doing in life compared to other people that's just how it is okay that's how we're built and instead of telling people to go against their psychology to go against what they were built for just work around it okay the people in your real life your friends, your cousins, your family members, your classmates, they are your peers, not the people on social media. Speaking of peers, this brings us to the next point. Avoid people whose money habits do not align with yours. People from different tax brackets can definitely still be friends, but I'm not talking about that. I am talking about people who may not have the same spending and saving habits as you, people who tend to make bad money decisions, people who have a YOLO approach to money, people who at their ripe old age are still not thinking about retirement, people who are still participating in pointless flex culture. Like there is useful flex culture, like I said, if you want to display shared values with the people you wanna market yourself to, understandable but the pointless flex culture people who are not intentional with their spending people who are not intentional with the way they live life period these people have to go they gotta go number one you will feel peace with an immediacy number two you will start making better money choices for yourself because we are social beings we like to copy each other monkey see monkey do so it doesn't matter how strong you think your self-concept is but when you are surrounded by people you tend to become like them that's just how it is human psychology that's we're built and we're gonna work around it instead of fighting it and honestly that's how we are dealing with the financial uncertainty that we are feeling right now we acknowledge it we're not gonna fight it we're gonna work around it that's all I have for you today I just wanted to let you know that you are not alone for feeling that the money vibes are off you are not alone we are all in this together we are staying in our bags by getting our mindset and our finances right now get that bag bestie